Hey, good morning, everybody. Today's daf is Baba Kama daf Kuf Aleph. We are holding on the very top of Kuf Aleph Amid Aleph at the two dots. Tanra Abanan. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children. Anli Nishmas' mother, Golda Basimcha Shalom, as well as by Daniel Sadian for the success of Klal Yisrael in these times and Atzlacha for our soldiers and for our captives. They should be returned home uh, safely and very soon. Uh, today uh, we're going to discuss the following. We're going to have a, a brysa that has a machlokus between Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda about a carpenter who built something other than what he was commissioned to actually build. So what is the level of his responsibility? What does he have to pay back? Then the Gemara is going to discuss a shaila about is there yesh shavach sammanam alatzemer or ain shavach sammanam alatzemer that when uh, dye is used to dye wool do we assume that the sammanam are still uh, present or do we assume that they are not present well what exactly is the shaila the Gemara is going to have five different understandings of what exactly that shaila is so we ask the shaila cryptically and then we try to figure out what the shaila actually is once we come to some sort of understanding of what the shaila is the Gemara is going to try to bring rayos to be poshate that shaila. So uh, the Gemara is going to bring two rayos to, to answer the shaila, whether yesh shevach sammanim al tzemer or ein shevach sammanim al hatzemer. Then the Gemara is going to bring uh, that Rava asks a stira between two brysos about chazusa milsa, because that certainly relates to the idea of dying wool. Do we, do we, do we view a chazusa, the idea of a, of, of, of a coloring on something, or the uh, as as, as substantial, or is it not? That's just a color. The item itself is the substance of it, but that which it is colored is not the substance of the item. Then there's going to be another stira that Rava raises, whether uh, Eitzim have Kedusha Shviyas, or Eitzim don't have Kedusha Shviyas. So again, both of those are stiras that Rava asks between uh, different sources in Tanaim. So let's begin on the top line of Daf Kuf Aleph Amun Aleph. So we have a Bryson, we have Machlok, Shamei Rabbi about a carpenter who does different than what he was commissioned to do. Similar to the Machlokas that we had in our Mishnah about a dyer who did differently than what he was commissioned to do. So Tan Rabbanan. And no sin eats in lacharish. If a person gives wood to a carpenter, lasos ben kise, and uh, the uh, instruction was to make a chair. Vasman safsel. Instead of making a chair, he made a safsel. He made he made a bench out of out of it. What exactly is a safsel? So when we refer to the word bench or safsel in uh, Hebrew, we're always referring to a longer kind of uh, chair. That's uh, that's what distinguishes a bench. And in fact, it sounds that way from earlier, earlier in the Masechta. Chamisha sheyeshvel safselechad. So you wouldn't have Chamisha Sheyeshvel Kiseyecha, that would be impossible. But Tzavsal, something to Dover Aruch, whereas the Rambam, Pirsha Mishnayis, and Mishnayis, Mikvos, says that Tzavsal is a Kisei Katan, a tiny chair. It could be Tzavsal is a chair that doesn't have a back, and uh, whether it's small or big, but uh, whatever it is, it's not a chair. It's not a kisei. So this uh, carpenter was commissioned to make a chair, and instead he made a safsal, or safsal vasim and kisei, or the opposite. He was asked to make a safsal, and instead he made a kisei. So Romer no sin lo The carpenter pays the balabayas only for the value of the wood that the balabayas had given him, and now he had ruined that wood. And the carpenter keeps whatever it is he made with that wood, just like a gazlon is kona and he only has to pay kishas like 
so too, when you are mishana the wood into something that it wasn't meant to be, so you pay kishas hakzeli, you pay kishas, whatever the wood was worth at the time that you took the wood, and you do not have to uh, pay the value of, uh, of a chair or a bench. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda says, no, the Chacham made a knas on a carpenter who does differently than what he was commissioned to do, that he should not be able to benefit from the, uh, from, from the profits of the, uh, of, the, of, of the improvement of the item. Rather, he has to return the kisei or the safsal, and the balabais only has to pay him the lesser amount of the shevach or the yetziah. If the improvement in value from the wood to what it is right now is a greater differential than the yitzia, than the actual expenses of the carpenter himself, so then no yitzia, then all the balabais has to pay for is the yitzia or the expenses. But if the expenses were greater than the improvement in the value, then no shevach. Then all the customers gonna have to pay for is the uh, is the shevach. Now there are different shitos and rishonim that we had. In in yesterday's daf, when we discussed Yitzia and Shavach, what does Yitzia mean exactly? Does Yitzia mean that the expenses the uh, the, the worker has to uh, incur in order to uh, in order to, to do his job? Uh, the, or, it certainly means that, but does it also mean his hourly rate? Meaning, whatever he charges for for uh, manpower hours. Is that also included in Yitziah? So Tosas Rebbeinu Peretz proves from here that that must be included in Yitziah, because otherwise, what Yitziah does he have? We said that the car- that they're that, that the guy gave him wood, and he's a carpenter, so he fashioned something out of the wood. The whole yitzia is the manpower hours. I don't know. I, I would have thought, uh, you know, the blade of the saw that maybe gets uh, dulled, and the uh, nails. And I'm not a carpenter, but I imagine there are other things that uh, you know he's got to keep the lights on in his shop. He has to. I, don't know, there, I would imagine that there are other things in running a business. But that's how the Tosfos Parrot says that there's a raya that yitzia includes. Manpower hours. Now, says our Modir and Meir, Rabbi Meir is going to be Modit from Yehuda, that if Nasan Eitzim Lacharish, Lasman Kisei Noav, Lasman Kisei Kaur, that if you ask a carpenter to make a nice chair and he made a yucky chair, or Safsal Noav, Lasman Safsal Kaur, he did his job, he just didn't do well. He made, uh, he made the, exa- the item that you asked him to make, he just made it terribly. So then, uh, then everyone's going to be Moda, that you pay, that the customer pays. The lesser of the two things, either the yitzia or the uh, or the shavach, whichever is uh, is less, because since he didn't do a real shinoi, he made a kisa, he made a safsa like the balabais asked him to do, even though he didn't do it well, that's not considered a shinoi where he's kona the object, and therefore he has to return the object, and he gets paid like just like someone who's yoring to stay chaver shalom so Yibailu, the Gemara raises the following Shaila. Yeah, and here's the, the, uh, the, the, the Shaila that, uh, that we're not sure what it means, and we're going to have to figure it out. Is it considered that the shevach of the uh, dyes themselves are considered to be intact on the wool, or do we not consider them to be intact on the wool? The way Rashi understands what we're asking is the fact that the wool is now colored and you can see that there's dye on it, is that considered that the mamashus of the dye is still be'en, it's still intact, or is that considered that the mamashus of the dye is not still intact? So 
So what? What? what it sounds like a very the, a theoretical question. Legabe, what halacha is this relevant? Say chidami ilema. If you're going to say that we're talking about the gazel samanim with the kinu with torinu with samaban, then he stole uh, some uh, some samanim and he ground them up and he soaked them in water and then he died a beggar with it. And the suffix is whether it's considered that the samanim are still intact and therefore he has to return them to the bailim, or maybe they're no longer considered intact and he's potter. He doesn't have to return anything. So the Gemara says, no, that can't be the suffix because even if they're not considered bad, we should be him to pay because as soon as he ground it up and he made a die out of it, he was coated with shinoi. So right then he should have to pay, uh, he should have to at least pay money in place of the dyes, cause the, the, in place of what he stole because the herbs that he stole that he subsequently turned into a dye, he was mishani it and at the moment he's mishani it, he's chayiv money. So says no, the case is not that. Rather, the case is the gazal saban of shruyin. He he uh, stole prepared dye. It wasn't just that he stole some herbs ground it up and made a dye out of it. He didn't put it through any such shinoi. He stole prepared dye. And what did he do? Vitzavabuhu. He took that dye and he dyed uh, some wool with it. And Pnei Yeshua asks, what, what's the mailim from the fact that he stole prepared dye? The etzim the dyeing of the wool, that also is a shinoi. Meaning if, if the whole problem with the first way of understanding was, oh, well, once it's a shinoi, of course he's going to have to pay for the value of, uh, of the item. So uh, this is also a shinoi. So the Pnei Yeshua says you have to say that a tzviya is not considered a shinoi. Uh, the question is why not? But he says you have to say that it's not considered a shinoi. There are some writes that uh, the etzim tzviya is not considered a shinoi legabe the tzeva because that's the whole point of tzeva. Samanim shruin are meant to die things. So when you then subsequently die something with it, that's it. That's that's a tzeva. That's exactly what it's supposed to be used for. A shinoi where is where you alter it to something else to some unforeseen usage that uh, that, that, that that you didn't know was going to be used. For. Do we consider that the Samanim are Be'en? And the the Nigzal could be Tovea the Gazlan to return the Samanim that you have? Or maybe the Samanim are not considered to be Be'en anymore? And the Gazlan can say, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have anything of yours. Because it's not here, meaning uh, there's dyed wool, but uh, you, we don't look at that as wool plus dye. It's just wool. The only thing that's bad is the wool. So I don't owe you anything. So Amri, so they uh, they said, wait, even if it's considered that the dye is not bad, is that reasonable that I steal your dye, I dye my wool with it, and I can say, ah, it disappeared, so I don't owe you anything. So the Nixon should say, okay, so pay me for it. I mean, what do you mean it disappears? So if you if you take something of mine and make it disappear, that's called stealing, right? So you have to pay me for the things that you make disappear. So who cares that it's not? And you're going to get off the hook. You're not going to have to pay me because of that. That's hard to imagine. Elo So says the Gemara. No, it must be that the suffix is a little different. That the, what the shaila really is. Do we assume? That the wool is not uh, is 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 uh, that, that the dye is not considered to be be'en, and therefore therefore you have to pay just like a gazan would have to pay for something that he stole and then he made it disappear. So you have to pay for such a thing. Odilma 
maybe we consider it as if the die is still be'ed, and therefore the gazlan, the gazlan can tell the nigzal, the samanam right there, go take them. Uh, you're allowed to take them, and I don't have to pay you the value of them, just uh, take the die right off of uh, right off the wool. Uh, meaning, he's saying, undye the wool, and just squeeze out the die and take the die back, because it's still considered to be be'ed. Tosos points out that the, uh, you know, whatever it costs, uh, the schar pu'ula, that it costs to undye wool, it must be not easy to do that, there's probably some sort of process where you have to pay someone to do that, that obviously would be on the gazlan, right? He would have to bear that cost, but he doesn't have to pay for the saman themselves. He could just return the saman in that way. So Gemara says, nah, that doesn't make sense either. Shaklinu, uh, what do you mean, take the uh, dye? But my shakli, what's he supposed to take it with? Bitzvon? He's supposed to use some sort of soap, some sort of detergent to remove the dye? If you actually use uh, some sort of soap or detergent to remove the dye from the wool, it will do a great job cleaning off the wool, meaning the wool will not have any dye on it anymore, but guess what? You won't have dye either. It will just clean it off and it will go down the drain or whatever it's going to get mixed with water or with other things. You're not going to mela the the you're, you're not, the will not have done hashavas akzela because there's nothing to re, to return. There's nothing that's going to be there to return. The nigzal is not going to get the sun and back. So of course you're going to have to pay the uh, the money. Rim Kiveger and Gilyan Ashas raises the question: Why doesn't the Gemara say that we're talking about with that the uh, the 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 dyed wool went down in value? to the point that it's not even worth the value of the dyes kishas agzela. So if you consider the Sabbatim to still be Be'en, so you can say, Arishal Chalafanecha, take the wool with the dye. Meaning he's not saying remove the dye from the wool. Here, have it. Meaning even though, it's as it is now, it's worth less than the Sabbatim uh, were. And, and, uh, and, and even though you're not able to take the Sabbatim by themselves, so don't take them by themselves. Take them together with the wool. Uh, whereas if so giving the wool is not giving back the dye. Now why doesn't the Gemara say that that's the Shailas? So probably the reason the Gemara doesn't say that's the is it's far-fetched. Meaning one of the chances that a dyed piece of wool, where the raw material, the wool, which is the expensive part, the dyed piece of wool is going to be worth less than the dyes were originally. Than the, the dyes that were used to dye the wool were worth originally. So if you had such an ukimta, then it would whether on the Tzemer or not. So Ella HaKamay Eskina Salimar says, no, it must be that the Shaila was as follows. He go, the Gazal Tzemer B'Samanim Dechan, person stole wool and dye that belonged to the same person. The guy had uh, two boxes, one box with wool, one box with dye. He stole them both. And the Gazlan died that Semer with those Sammanim, meaning he took the, uh, the, the, the Sammanim of the Nigzal and the Semer of the Nigzal and he died it. And now he wants to return the dyed Semer to the Nigzal. So can you say, I returned everything that yeah, I stole from you? It's the Semer, it's it's the die, and it's all just in one uh, unit right now. So do we say that it's considered that the die is still the end, it's still intact? The and therefore I'm returning everything that I stole from you. I'm returning the die, and I'm returning the wool. Or maybe we say, no, now it's, it's just a piece of wool. It happens to be a different color, but we don't view it as a dye that is still intact because the dye is now completely embedded in the wool. And when you give it back, that dyed piece of wool, it's as if you did the ashava on the wool, but you weren't of the dye itself. And that you're going to have to pay for separately. So the Gemara says... 
And it's still not enough to be the Ladina, because Amri, typically, Mistama, once he dyed the wool, the wool went up in value. So if I stole a $10 piece of wool, and now and $5 worth of dye, and I'm returning you back a $15 piece of wool, I don't care that the dye is not considered Ba'en, I did my job. I returned the wool plus an extra $5 of value, so I did a complete Ashava. It still shouldn't have enough Kamina whether the dye is considered to be Ba'en or not. So says Gemara, obviously, Lotshicha, dissolved Siva. No, maybe we're talking about where the, uh, the value of the wool that is dyed uh, went down in value, and now the Shevach that, the, uh, that it has from being dyed is not worth the Demeasam Manim, meaning I stole $10 of wool, $5 of dye, and I'm returning you back an $11 piece of wool. By dyeing it with uh, the dye that I stole from you, it's now only worth ele- the Shevach is $1, but uh, what I owe you is an additional, if you say ain, uh, that, that it's not considered Ba'en, I'm going to owe you an, the, the difference of $4. Whereas if you say that the dye is still considered Ba'en while it's on the wool, when I return you the dyed wool, so I'm giving you back everything. I'm giving you back the wool and I'm giving you back the dye. Or we could say another way that Kigon should Savabu Kofa. That I, so what does that mean? Is that Savabu Kofa? What is this? So Rashi writes, it means that uh, you dyed a kof with it. Uh, you steal a kof, a monkey, and uh, die from one person, and you die his monkey. He had a brown monkey, now he has a purple monkey. And uh, the, 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 uh, the, 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 uh, the monkey's not worth any more uh, with the tzviya than it was worth uh, beforehand. So it's sad that there's no shevach saman malgabe etzemer, the gazan has to return. In addition to returning his monkey, you've got to return uh, the die as well. Whereas if you say that it's considered that it's still ba'en, so I'm returning you your monkey, and I'm returning you your die, so you have everything. So I gave you back everything. That's how Rashi understands in one parish. Then Rashi says, Yesh Mepharshim, that it doesn't mean kofa, um, like a kof, it means he didn't, uh, he didn't color a uh, monkey, that's an odd case. It means that it was a kupa shal nitzarim. It was a reed basket, and no one cares whether their baskets are yellow, blue, red, whatever, so he just died something. But the whole point is the same, that he died something that no one cares to die. So it doesn't go up in value when you change the, uh, the color of the, uh, of the item. Tosos asks on Rashi that if he did something that uh, that's not mashbiach at all, when you die it, it doesn't go up in value when you die. So then you're just being mafsid the tseva biyadayim. That's a hezek nicker. You're uh, you're taking the tseva and you're just ruining it. You're just wasting it. So it's a hezek nicker. Of course you're gonna have to pay for doing such a hezek biyadayim. So Tosos says shetzavu kofa means that uh, you 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 dyed wool with it in a way that it looks like a monkey dyed the wool, meaning uh, that you, you dyed wool with it in a way that uh, looks ridiculous. You did a terrible, terrible job dyeing the wool. It's a mechura daver. That's how uh, Tosos understands. Okay, so it's some funny case, but uh, that, that's the point where, the, uh, where there's no increase in value where you're going to be able to say, look, I'm giving you back the dyed item, so I stole the item and I stole the dye, and now I'm giving you back the dyed item. So, so even if it's considered that the dye is not the end, but the item went up in value, so therefore that increased value should cover the cost of the dye. No, you can't say that if the item did not go up in, uh, in value. Now the Gemara says, another possibility of what this Shaila is really about, of Yesh Shevach Saman Magabi Yatsemer or not. Ravina Amar Hachamayaskinan, no, the case that we're dealing with is Kagon Ditsemer Dechad Vesamanam Dechad. The wool belonged to one person, the dye belonged to somebody else. Because he kof, Vitsabe Luhu Tsemer, 
and a monkey came and he dyed the uh, the tzemer with those samanim. So do we view that the uh, dye is still be'en, it's still intact? And the male of the bala samanim could be toveya from the bala tzemer to return the samanim that you have on your wool. And since you're not able to do that, at least uh, write me a check for uh, for the value of the dye. Or maybe the the die is not considered intact. And therefore the guy who owns the wool could say, I don't have anything that belongs to you. You have no tightness on me. Meaning previously we said a similar case, except except instead of it being a monkey, it was a person. right? But the problem with it being a person is that if a person takes one person's die and dyes someone else's wool with it, so that person is a gazlan. Right? Uh, by doing that, he... he took die and he made it disappear that means you're a goslin so that you have to but a monkey can't be a goslin so the question is now that it was a maisakov this is a, a, a phrase that Chazal used maisakov is just a way of saying that it happens by itself that you don't need a ben adam to do something that it could happen by itself it's a Talmudic uh, terminology Rabshachtim once got into trouble because he used the term maisakov to when someone asked is uh, you know t- from a strictly halachic perspective leaving out all the tznius and everything else and all the tradition and everything else can a woman read a ksuba under the chuppah? He said, technically, reading a ksuba is maisakov. A monkey could read a ksuba. So, uh, so, so they said, oh, Rav Shachter called women monkeys. No, he was just using Talmudic terminology. So for an Amaretz, it sounds like uh, if you don't know anything. So it's, uh, but uh, that's the ter- Talmudic terminology. Maisakov means that it's something that has no inherent halachic import. That anybody, so that's what we're saying, that it's, there was no human gazlan over here. But uh, but and therefore, the, if the the tseva is still considered ba'en, the balha, the, the owner of the samanim could go to the, the original owner of the samanim could go to the guy who owns the, uh, the, uh, the the wool, and he could say, "You have my samanim." But if it's not considered ba'en, he can't go and say, "You have my samanim," because he doesn't have the uh, the samanim. Tosus raises the uh, the question. That Mabakach, that it's considered that uh, he has the Samman of so, um, you know, that, 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 or that, that it's not considered Ben, that it's not considered that he has the Samman of so what difference does that make? At the end of the day, he's Nana from the fact that his wool is worth more now, so he should at least have to pay the Dmeya. No, he should at least have to pay the, meaning I had, I had some wool, now the wool is dyed, and it's worth a few dollars more. So, okay, maybe I didn't ask for it to be dyed, I didn't want it to be dyed, a monkey came and did it, I didn't ask for any of that. But uh, at least I should have to pay for the uh, for the for the hana'a, um, you know, if uh, if, you, if, you're, uh, if you if if your 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 animal eats something, you have to pay. You're not chayiv midin mazik necessarily uh, if it was something that was uh, from a place where you're putter from shame. But nevertheless, you have to pay mashenenis. You have to pay for the hana'a that you got. That's what the Gemara Ksumas Daflamin says that if tachavadim lechaveru mashkin shalacherim letochbe sablia, someone takes someone else's food and sticks it in your mouth, and you eat. And, and, and stuffs it down your throat, you have to pay for uh, the hana'a that you get that now you don't have to buy lunch today. So you do have to pay for a hana'a that you get. So Tosos in one of his Terutsim says 
that you're not chayiv mishum shenana unless you yourself took it or your behema took it, uh, the hanah or al kalpanim, your body was nana from something like the case of tachol chaver mashkin, as opposed to a case where a kof did the whole thing. He was tzavir the semer, so then you don't have to pay for such hanah. Meaning that hanah is a very low level kind of hanah. There's no physical uh, hanah on your body; it's just that the wool is a different color, and you didn't do anything to get that hanah. So with, uh, with the combination of those two things, that you didn't do anything to get that ana, and there's no physical ana, so that you're not going to have to pay mashananis. Tosos other answers also, but that's one answer of, uh, of Tosos. So now the Gemara tries to be poshate the suffix. Now that we have five possibilities of what the suffix is, but let's be poshate this uh, last uh, possibility. So in order to be poshed, it's important to know a little bit of background. That there is a din in the Torah called Arla, that the first three years that a tree is planted, so the peros are asr ba'ana, that can say that, that's, uh, that's Arla. So Tashima. So we bring a raya from the Mishnah, Mesechus Arla. Begit shetzavah b'klipe Arla. If you have a begit that was dyed with Arla shells, they use the klipe Arla, the peros of Arla, that are asr ba'ana, so yidlak, you have to burn the entire begit. Alma, chazusa milsihi. Apparently you see that the the, the Seva, the dye, is considered to be something that is be'en, it's intact, because otherwise the, the tseva should not be considered something that's intact. Why would the beged be asr ba'na? There is, there's no arla on the beged, because it's not intact. Elamai, you see the chazus and milsa, that that which is colored uh, by something, the color, the, the source of that color is still considered to be intact. So isn't this a raya, that chazus and milsa, and that yeshevach sammanin, Bitzemer. So says where Amarava Hana nearly Naim Asra Torah. No, by Orla, there's a special Xer Sakasov that the Chazusa matters. But that doesn't mean that that's true in the rest of Kala Tarakula. There's a special Limud that that's true by Orla. Where do we see such a Limud? The Tanya, the Bryce of Darshan Zupsuk and Pasuk say, says, Arelim lo yeachel. I would only know that this is Achila of Arla. How do I know that Arla is Asr Bahana'a as, as, as well? So, uh, and that it's Asr to do Tzavia uh, with it. You're not allowed to die with Arla either. And you're also not allowed to use uh, oil of Arla to light a candle. So, because the Pasuk says, Arelim lo yeachel. So a lot of lashonos. Lerabos askulam. So that tells me that they're all asubana. Not only enough from the pre itself, which is literally the isur, but even not from the tseva nor from the ar. Even though uh, it's only something the tseva is only something that's near leinayim. It's only something that uh, that has a, a, a look to it. But uh, may not may not normally be uh, substantial. So again, the lashon of Arla is mentioned three times: one for Nisra one for Nisra Tzvia, and one for Nisra of Hadlakas Hadlakas Aner. Tosus points out that we need three ribuyim for Ana from the goof of the pre, the Tzvia, which is only Chazusa Bialma, and Hadlakas Aner, which is Asr, even though it's being destroyed as you're getting. The hana, the hana from it. Now, uh, one might wonder: Wait, do I need a limo that minayin shlo yehanim mimenu? How do I know you're not allowed to get hana from Arla? Pasuk says lo yeachel. The 
Gemara Mesechus Pesachim, the second paragraph of Pesachim, tells us that whenever the Torah says, Lo Achel, that's always Echel Yisrachila, Echel Yisrachana'a, Bimashma, the, the, word, lo ye, the, the words Lo Yeachel, we, we would uh, translate them in just translating it to English as do not eat, but that's not the way to translate it. The, the Gemara says it, it always means an Yisrachana'a as well. Just those words alone mean an Yisrachana'a. So how come the Gemara is looking for how do I know that our Lazasabana? It says, Lo Yeachel. So this Kasha is asked by the Gemara itself. The Gemara himself in the second paragraph asks, how can he tell me Yisra Achila means both Achila and Anah? By Orla, we look for a different source for an Yisra Anah, even though it already says Lo Yeachel. So the Gemara says, because uh, over here, there's Makam to say that since it says Lachem, that the Torah is coming to be Matir Hana'ah. So to counteract that Lachem, that it's meant to be for you, which makes it sound like it's Mutter we need another Lima to tell me that it's Taka Asubana. Okay, second Raya now. Tashima. What if you uh, die a beged with shmita produce with a peros that are kadosh b'kedusha shviyas? So you die like burn the whole beged. So apparently that's considered because the shviyas is be'en, and therefore you have to uh, you have to burn it. You have to destroy the beged. Uh, the reason you're not allowed to uh, to be tzaveya with peros shviyas, and if you do, you burn the beged. Rashi explains is because uh, it's an isra of schora. And why else are you dying the beggar? Probably to uh, sell it. And that's a violation of schorah beperah shviyas. So Ben Parrot says, well, it's a mission of Furashas in the third paragraph of Sech Shviyas that you're allowed to be tzoveah beperah shviyas if you keep it for yourself. And if you're not going to sell it, so you can tell me every time you die a beggar with perush that that's called schorah. It's not. If you're keeping it for yourself, it's not at all a violation of schorah perush The Rashash writes that Rashi's talking about in a case where you plan on selling it, then it's a violation of schorah perush vias. Shlomo says, yeah, but still, who told you that just because you violated this of schorah perush vias that you have to burn it? Where did the burning come from? Okay, so you didn't have air, you did schorah perush vias. You have to go burn something. So Yeshua explains Rashi is Lishitaso because he says in a lot of different places that the entire Isr is because you have to be Mivair at the Zman Abiyur. So that's why the Isr that's what the Isr comes from. That you have to be Mivair Bizman Abiyur and if you're busy doing business with it you're not going to be Mivair Bizman Abiyur. So when you violate the Isr do the Biyur. You have to do the Biyur. So uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, the Rishonim point out already that you see from, uh, from this whole uh, Mahalich uh, it happens to be a lot of Rishonim disagree with Rashi. They say the reason the beggar has to be burnt is because that is the beer, meaning you have to do beer on, on, on peroshviyas. So, so you have to burn the beggar because there's no way to separate it out, separate the peroshviyas out from the beggar. So you have to actually burn the uh, the beggar. So uh, they point out that this is a raya to shitas harambam. There's machlokas rambam ramban what it means to be mevair peroshviyas. The, the din beer doesn't mean levair minabayis. To remove it from your house, that's Shitas Ramban. The Rambam says, no, it means to destroy it, to burn it. So the fact that all the Rishonim say that the reason you're burning the Beged that was uh, dyed with Perosh is, is because that's your Kiyum of Biur, is a riot to Shitas Rambam, that Biur actually means to burn it. Biur doesn't just mean to be Mivar Minabais. But bottom line is, for our Gemara, we see over here that uh, the Beged. Um, 
doesn't have uh, kedushas uh, that that, uh, that yet you have to burn it. So the the, the tseva is considered to be be'en. Because if it was not considered to be be'en, why would you be burning the beged? There would be no kedusha shvius on the beged. So says Merano, shiny asam. The din by perushvius is different to amakra because there's a special pasuk over there as well. It says tihia. It says kiyomeli kodesh tiyelecha min asada tachlas tuvasa. So the word tihia is bahaviyasa tehei that the perushvius always remain with their kedusha shvius even after you use them to uh, to to dye the uh, the beged. Um, so once the Gemara has been discussing whether the dye means anything or not, so the Gemara Rava asks that we find a stira between Mishnayis. So Rava is going to ask two stiras, and that's going to be the end of the daf. Two last uh, two issues that Rava raises. Number one, Rava Rabbi. Rava asked the following stira: Tana, and there is a Mishnah Masechus Arla that says, "Beged Arla Yidalek." That if you uh, dye a beged with klipe Arla, you burn the beged. Milsihi. Doesn't that imply that? That seva is considered to be be'en, and the chazusa is milsa. And don't you see from there to kala tarakula that chazusa milsa? Now we mentioned before in the Gemara that Rava himself says you cannot prove from the Mishnah and Arla that chazusa milsa. We had in the very bottom of Amaral. We just read a few lines ago. That Arla had a special You can't learn anything from Arla. It's a special din that applies only to Arla. So what's what's Rava asking the steer now between Arla and other places? That oh, you see from Arla, Chazusa Mil said, no, Rava, you just told me you don't see anything from Arla. So Tosos uh, suggests that this is a raya that we had the wrong girsa. Uh, that the girsa should be uh, in the previous gemara in the bottom of Amud Aleph, Rava and not Rava, because if it was Rava, it would be a stira within Rava. Tos also says that if you're going to be Goris Rava, it could be that Rava didn't really mean that Orla is an exception, you can't learn from there to call it Tarakula. It was a Dechia Bialma. He's just saying that you don't have a clear Raya from Orla, but he still thinks it's more nota in that direction. The Ravid has a bit of a, a, a surprising answer. The Ravid suggests that even though Rava holds that you can't learn from Orla to Dine Mominus, um, but you should be able to learn from Orla to Dine Tumav Tahara. Orla is Isr Vaheter. So you can't learn Mamona Me Isura Lo Yalfinan, but you should be able to learn what he's about to ask from is about Adin and Tumav Tahara. You should be able to learn from Isr to Tumav Tahara. That's a surprising Chiddush because uh, we normally think uh, the way the, the Vilna Gaon points out of Yasef Engel quotes that when the Torah says Bein Dam Ladam, Bein Din Ladin, Bein Nega Lanega, it's identifying three separate areas of Torah that you cannot learn one from the other. That Mamona Me Isura Lo Yalfinan, it's identifying Bein Dam Ladam is Isr Vaheter, Damnida is Isr Vaheter, Bein Din Ladin is Dinim Mamanis, and Bein Nega Lanega is Tumentara. So the, the, there, there are three independent sections of the Torah. But the Ravid is saying, no, Mamon cannot be learned from, uh, from Arla, but Tuma can be learned from Arla. So anyway, so what's Rava's stira? That on the one hand, we see that Chazusa Milsa when it comes to Arla. Uramini, but he says, I'll ask you a stira, that Ravia's dam, if a Ravia's dam comes out of a dead body, where the Allah is, Ravia's dam in a mesa's metame ba'oel. Shin nivla, that it's nivla 
in the in the the, the ground of the house. Sabai is tame. Even though it's absorbed in the ground, the whole house is tame, and everything in the house becomes tame from that. But others say that the bias is tahar. They're not even arguing. It depends whether the kalim were there before it got absorbed in the ground or not. If the kalim were there before it got absorbed in the ground, so those kalim were in a house with a revius of dams. So of course they become tame. But if the kalim only came into the house after it was absorbed in the ground, then they're uh, tar. Nivlo bixos, if the dam, the revius dam got absorbed into a beged, and you take that beggar into a house that's full of kalim, rowan im miskabesa saksus, men dam. You have to see, could I extract the revias dam from this beggar? Then tamea. Then it's considered that the revias dam is be'en. Vi'imlav. But if I cannot extract the revias dam from this beggar, then tahorim. Then all the kalim in the house are tahorim, because the dam that's balua in the beggar, that's not able to come out, is not considered to be intact. It's not considered to be be'en. So it turns out that the bias is not being my heel on the revius of dam. And that's a steer to the Mishnah and Arla, because if you can say Chazusa Milsa, so even the dam that's not Yotze Bikibu should be considered uh, dam, uh, it should be considered like dam that's Be'en, Tzimimitami Ba'oel, because it's visible on the Be'en. So, so, so that's Rabbi Stira, so that's the Gemara, Amrav Kana, Mikuli Revi Yoshanukan, Bidam Tvusa Drabanan. That this Mishnah is talking about a Revi's dam that doesn't have the full Chomer of a regular Revi's dam in a maze, because we're not talking about a dam that Vadai came from a maze, we're talking about dam Tvusa. To Rabbanan, that a Raviyah's dam that came out of a murder victim, where we're not sure if the entire Raviyah's came out while he was alive and the dam would therefore be tar, or it came out after he died, in which case the dam would be tame. <coughs> so, Minat Torah, we would not be Mitami the dam. It's only Midrabanan that were Gozer that it's tame. So, since the whole thing is only Midrabanan, they were Mekel, that once it's Balua, uh, we forego that in Drabanan, that it's not considered to be Be'en. But maybe in a Hanami, real dam midoraisa is not uh, considered to be uh, gone once it's absorbed in a beged. Real dam midoraisa might still be considered to be be'en if it's coloring clothing. So as Rava now asks another stira on another Indian, this time about halachos uh, of shmita. Rava Rabbi, Rava asks a stira between a mission and a brisa. Tanan, it says in the mission in the seventh parak of Shviyas that kedusha Shviyas is noeg by anything that grows from the ground that is going to be either human food or animal fodder uh, or anything that you can make a dye out of. So miminat sovin, of those things that are miminat sovin, things that you could use as a dye that have Kedusha Shviyas are included, Sviche Satim, Vikotza, Yeshla and Shviyas, these types of uh, herbs uh, and, and pieces of, uh, of wood have a status of Shviyas that you're not allowed to do Schoru with it. And the money that you exchange it for is Kedusha Shviyas. If you sell those Svichim, you're not allowed to do Schoru with the money that you got from for them. So Yeshla and Beer, and there's a din of Beer that, uh, that, that once it's color uh, from Minasada, once it's no longer available in the field, you have to be Mevarit Minabayas, and prior to this amount of, of Beer, you're allowed to use it uh, to, to, to light your oven with. Uludmei and Beer, and the value that you got for them also has a din of Beer. But Alma, Eitzim Yeshba Mishum Kedush Shviyas, bottom line is, you see Mefurish in this Mishnah, that there is Kedush Shviyas on Eitzim as well. It's not only payrolls 
that are going to be eaten that have Kedusha Shviyas. Svichim, these Svichim that we're talking about are Eitzim, and they have Kedusha Shviyas. Why is that a problem? Because there are many, I'll ask you a stira, that we learn in Masech HaSukkah, Ali Kanim Ali Gefanim Shein Givan Bechava Al Pnei if a person collects from the field in order to put in a, uh, you know, to put away for the winter time uh, a pile of wood, sometimes he uses it for, for Achila, sometimes he uses it to be Masik the Tanur, so the din of Kedusha Shviyas is telling you what you were intended to use it for. I mean, we're talking about leaves that could be used as firewood or they could be used as ochal itself. So Liktal Na if you're picking it in order to be able to eat it, so yes, Rebbe Shviyas, oh, then it's a food. Food has Kedusha Shviyas. Fruits have Kedusha Shviyas. But Le'etzim, if the reason you're taking it and you're collecting it is for firewood, Eimem Kedusha Shviyas. It does not have Kedusha Shviyas. And there's your stira. Does Eitzim have Kedusha Shviyas or not? Well, Mishani, so Rav answered, Amar Kra. The pasuk says liachla bimishanasu biroshava. That liachla means that gidule karka, where the way to use them and the way to get enough from them is that you you destroy them as you benefit from them. Just like when you eat something, that's uh, that's considered to be have kedusha shviyas. Yatu eitzim shanasu achar biuran. As opposed to firewood, the way that they would typically uh, use it is that they would uh, burn the wood and then it would turn to coals, and the heat of the coals would be would be uh, used uh, for for the hanaa. So that is Hanas and Achar Biyuran. So affecting Maravi Ike Eitzim Demashchan. But what about Atzei Shemen, where you light it and you carry it as a torch? Hanas and Biyuran Shavah. That as it's being destroyed, you're also getting the uh, the Hanaa. So why do they? Uh, why don't? Why doesn't that have Kedusha Shviyas? That seems to fit the criteria to have Kedusha Shviyas. We assume Stam Eitzim is not used in that way. Stam Eitzim is used by burning the Eitzim, turning it into coals, and then the coals are used to get the Hana. So it's not Hana Aso Biuro Shava. Okay, Ben Shem, tomorrow we'll pick up at the top. Amar of Kahana. Have a wonderful day, everybody.